Okay, but once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his, his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. You're not a father figure. Till the end of time. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. After further review, David the Man got Harris here on the phone lines. What's going on with your World Cup recap? All right, so tomorrow, Sunday, a uh, week before Christmas, World Cup final, Argentina versus France, you know, the greatest player of all time for a lot of people versus the greatest player of this current era, current era and kind of the precipice of a dynasty back-to-back championship. <laughs> Everyone like knows about Argentina, France, um, but a lot of people, and I've had a couple of weeks to really process kind of the U.S. men's national team because that's what the local, quote American fan base cares about. And I was trying to think about whether to compare this, like how to best put this in terms that the casual fan will understand. So, like people that won't watch any soccer until. World Cup is here, stateside in twenty or North America in twenty six, and I would say that it's a it was a success, but not in the kind of way that you would traditionally look at success. Like the goal for the United States soccer for the past you know two years was okay. Let's get out the group stage. When the groups were announced, it's like okay, all we had to do is not lose to England, navigate the other two matches, let's get out of the group stage. Like, that constituted and connoted success for this U.S. men's national team. And we did that. Ugly, stressful, took us, you know, too much time against Iran, trying to put that game away. Um, Eventually did. And so for a lot of people, it's like, yay, you know, U.S. got out of the group stage. It's a success. It's a success. But then we went up against the Netherlands, one of those, even though they haven't won the World Cup, a traditional European power, like one of the better teams. And we got exposed. We got the breaks being off of us, and we're just going to put it lightly. Defensively, we looked awful. A glaring sign that we had, a problem that we had pretty much the last, Two years, or especially when the roster was announced, he was going to be our scores. We clearly need a striker. And so, as I was thinking about this, it's kind of like for those of you that watch the NBA, the current, the U.S. men's national team is like the Denver Nuggets. We have recognizable names, we have recognizable faces. We have, like, star power. No one's on the level with Nikola Jokic. Like, there's no two-time MVP best player, like, top five player in the world on the U.S. men's national team. But we look at that cluster of three or four players, Christian Pulisic, Wes McKinney, Kyle Adams, I'll even throw Eunice Musa in there. I guess Sergino Des, even though I think he's a liability defensively. But we have this core, and I kind of look at that like Nikola Jokic. Like, 
you can get to the playoffs. You can even get out of the play-in tournament. But when you go up against better teams, better competition, more complete teams, and you're relying on just one aspect to get you through, and that aspect has to do literally everything just to be competitive, you can win, just like with the Denver Nuggets. Jokic, without Jamal Murray, is basically out there playing 5-1-1, if we're just going to be honest. And that's how I feel about the U.S. men's national team. We're so far behind. We're so far past, can we get to a third-place game, or can we even get to a semi, you know, can we even get to a semifinal? I don't know. When, like when we started at the beginning of the World Cup, Derek, you asked me kind of how many more cycles do I think it will take for this team to be competitive? Mm-hmm. And, I I said three or, and I said three or four. Mm-hmm. And looking at this World Cup, I'm even more solidified, and it's going to take at least that for us to get to a place even to get to a semifinals and back-to-back World Cups. And I think that's beyond impossible for this this current roster. Now, obviously, if there's some wonder kid that comes up through the ranks, takes the world by storm, great. We hope for that. We want that. Preferably someone that can score goals at the international stage that's a number nine. But at the current construction, we need to get rid of the coach because literally everyone wants Burr Halter all, other than his brother who's in U.S. soccer, which is a little bit of nepotism, but that's a whole, that's a whole other tangent that we can go down. Um, get rid of the coach. Get players in that can play and be consistent and score goals and be compact defensively, which is our two glaring omissions. And I'll say it right now at the end of this 2022 World Cup, this team as presently constructed will not get out of the group stage in 2026 on home soil if we play like we did in the group stage this year. So basically you're saying it was an okay World Cup for us. And the next next time we might lose on home soil. Yeah, I would would say this was a 5.5. Out of ten. Now, a lot of people are going to say that's a little bit harsh, but like I, I watch football. Like I, I analyze. I look at the game. Some positions I play recreationally and stuff like that. So, like I'm aware of some tactics and stuff. But so, yeah, some of the glaring omissions and questions that we had at the beginning were just amplified by the end. And so I, I say yeah. I would say it's an okay. It's a it's a C plus B minus World Cup for us, mm-hmm. and that the B minus is pushing it. Like I'm talking like eighty, eighty one out of a hundred, like more like high seventies. Like we got out of the group stage, which is what we wanted to do. Great, but now it's okay. How can we build momentum from this? And if if things stand as they are. I don't know if we won't just go into that hamster wheel of, okay, we get out of the group stage, but we can't win the round of 16. We get out of the group stage, but we can't win the round of 16. Oh, we might win the round of 16, but then we get embarrassed 
like the Netherlands did, or like in the game against Belgium, where Tim, you know, Tim Howard has a stand on his head and we still lose. Like those kinds of things play in the back of our heads to where if we want to get to a place like in Argentina, like a, you know, like a France, like even a team like Morocco who fired their manager after we beat them in a friendly for what that's worth. And they came in and they were the defensive stalwart. They shut everybody down. Like if we had that defense, if we play like that and just beat teams on the counter with our speed and control in the midfield, then maybe we would have had a puncher's chance. But this team can score goals from open play, and it's ridiculous because these are supposedly the best players that we can muster. That we can; these are the best twenty-six handpicked by this coach, who a lot of people have problems with, but. Those are those are young men that he chose to represent this country, and they did an okay job. Your thoughts, yeah, right? Got to change. I mean, I'm pretty much in the same boat as David. Mm, Seems like you guys are kind of hating. Well, no, it's not hate. It's like you know, oh, it's like making on a group stage. People are happy. Well, because we haven't had a lot of success. I know. But but at the same time, I realized that the U.S. was basically going out there running a damn daycare center. <laughs> so, I mean, I think for the young guys, it's going to be a learning experience. Hence for when they got to play on their home soil. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see how it goes. I mean, hey, David, who do you – obviously you think a lot of guys are going to be back, but who do you think is not going to be back next year? Well – yeah, because next, well, even thinking about Copa, like the Copa, Liber- Copa Americas, I believe. Yeah, because now the Copa Libertadores is that club. Yeah, Copa Americas in 24. Oh, that con- um, is that CONCACAF? Yeah. No. No, oh, that's okay. Well, I mean, it's kind of well, like the U.S. and I want to say Canada, I think, also agreed, or it's U.S. and Mexico agreed. That's South America. That's South America's tournament. That U.S agree that we will go down and I'm it's either Canada or Mexico one of the two also agreed to come down with us to play in the South American kind of regional tournament um so yeah for if I'm thinking 24 the guys I don't I'm curious about Tim Ream he said after the World Cup he still has a lot of life left in the tank I think he's still one of those veteran presences defensively um I honestly, and I tweeted about this after the Netherlands game, I don't think any of the strikers that were there um, probably will go in 24. I think uh, Jordan Morris wasted a roster spot. I'm just going to be honest. I think Christian Rodon didn't even play, so he definitely just wasted a spot. I don't know. He was just there for moral support in the midfield. Um, Guys like... Telling the cost that I can see being there as like a reserve veteran presence, another player in the midfield for Weston whenever he needs to breathe it because he's still running. Um, a lot of people didn't want Jedi Robinson or don't want him to come back as a defender. I think he was exposed like the majority of our back line. I mean, if he's not going, then Death shouldn't go because 
again, he's a defensive liability for both club and definitely for country. Yeah, I think there will be some changes up front. There will be some changes in the back line. I think the midfield is set. Um, I think Matt Turner stays in goal unless something crazy happens. Yeah, a couple of changes that we can see in the immediate in 24 for the Copa America. No, oh, okay. Is that is that it or? Yep, that, that's it for me. Short, sweet, to the point. And, and so, do you think by twenty twenty six we could they could get at least the elite eight or the final four of the World Cup? No, it's, <laughs> no, it's like, like like it's like the Denver Nuggets. Like we have our ceiling. Mm-hmm. We, we can only go so far. Baby steps until we until we get help. Right. All right. Well, that's a good one. Now we got our last segment coming up. Talk a little NBA. And also update uh, Colts have really blown this one open. They're up 20 0 on the Vikings. Watch the Vikings yeah. come back. And then you're going to have a, a Kirk Cousins. You like that? You like that? Uh, well, right now, I don't think they like that. Okay. Well, although I have some people saying that. Uh, that the Lions broke them last week. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, David, you've been really on it here. Take a. Oops, that's Ox too. We'll take a quick commercial break when we return. Last segment of the day. NBA. Are the Pelicans or the Nets? Actually, give us a little tease. You were talking about are they for real for an actual championship or maybe a conference or division championship? One of these two teams I can see in the NBA Finals. Hmm. Find out which one on the flip side. Wow, that'll be really interesting. Make sure before you get to the flip side, make sure you flip on AFR on iTunes or SoundCloud. That's after further review on iTunes or SoundCloud. Listen, any segments that you missed, I'm still catching up with it as, 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 as usual. Uh, I have four or five segments back up there, hopefully by the end of the weekend, including these. So we're all caught up. We're all caught up with the NFL Pick'em. Frank has a four-point lead, and we're down to what? Next week is week 16, right? This uh, is week yeah. 15. So we got two more weeks, week 18. Woo! Down to the nitty-gritty. Have you won one of these before? I want to say I did. Yeah, did. But I did. <laughs> Years ago. Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll be back after this. <laughs> 